0: All right. I really apologize for last night. I am really sorry. I um, was off schedule, and I just, to be honest, I wasn't. I was, I was in yeshiva rather than home, which was uh, not the usual, and therefore I just totally forgot. So I apologize. Please, please forgive me, and thank you for coming back tonight, even though I stood you up stood you up last night okay we are in the chapter on Tyra okay the Tyra is referred to as we say in Davening Tyras Tyras Chaim which one understanding could be a Torah of life but another way to translate that is Tyras Chaim it's a living a living Tyra a living Tyra Torah is not a subject and it's not even a holy subject, which generates Kedusha, you know, automatically, but Torah is alive and how you approach Torah depends on how much impact you gain, you gather from from the Torah. There's a relationship that a person has with Torah. The more a person approaches Torah the right way, which we'll discuss, then the more the Torah impacts them. The holier the person, the greater the person, the more the Torah impacts them. The rich, the rich get richer. The greater the person, the more the Torah impacts them. I think to myself, if only I could have five minutes of the Chavitz Chaim's Torah L'Merat Torah, it would. Change it would change my life because the Chavitz Chaim, when he learned Taira, his Torah was so much holier than than my Torah. The holier the person, the greater the person, the greater is the Torah, the kedusha that he <coughs> he pulls out. He pulls out of the Torah. And and to the other extreme, the Ramchal writes the Derech Hashem writes that a person that's not a good person, his his the Kedusha he pulls out of the tyra could be so could be so small, could be so limited, which it is an, which is an amazing thing. Because when we're talking about impact, we're also talking about reward. Because, like we explained, Talmud uh, Tyra Kenaga Kulam, that Tyra is equal to to all to all of them. So we explained that it's the reward the reward of Tira is 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 why is reward of Tira equal to all the mitzvahs because the kedusha of tairah is equal to all all of the mitzvahs so and we explained that olam haba depends on the kedusha that, that we that we that we have the closest we have to our Baruch Hu. so a person who learns Tira but doesn't derive the kedusha from the Torah because of their flaws, because of their approach. So their reward for Torah is limited. So unfortunately, as we'll discuss, you could have somebody that learns Torah. Maybe have met one of those. Maybe you're watching him right now. But you, a person, could learn Torah, and, and let's say they don't have good midos, so that means that their Torah is lacking. That means their Torah is lacking, their olam haba is going to be lacking because they didn't use they didn't take the kedusha. They didn't take the kedusha out of the Torah because if they took the kedusha out of the Torah, their midos their midos would be their midos would be refined. So if their midos are not refined, that means they're not taking the kedusha, not taking the kedusha out of the Torah. So the Ramchal writes in the Derech Hashem, there are two conditions for a person to derive the full Kedusha, the full Kedusha from the Torah. Condition number one, the Ramchal says, is Yira, fear, respect. The person has to approach the Torah with proper respect. The Ramchal writes that he's coming before Hashem Okay, we'll think about that right now as we are learning Torah, learning Torah together. He is coming before Hashem, Ramcha writes, and involving himself in drawing the light of HaKadosh Baruch Hu upon himself. He should be embarrassed. He should be embarrassed by his lowliness, tremble from Hashem's loftiness, and rejoice, not only fear, but rejoice in this great opportunity to be Zoha, to, to learn Torah, should have the yira, should have the fear, but also the simcha of what, what a person is Zoha to. When he learns Torah, the Ramchal says, you should, how you sit down, right? So if, if any of you are reclining on a couch, that's not the way to not the way to learn Torah. A person, the way the person sits when they learn Torah, the way a person treats the svarim, the Ramchal, Ramchal says, the way a person treats the, the svarim affects the person's ability to, to receive the kedusha of the Torah. And the Ramchal says that if this condition of fear is lacking, he's not going to bring down the illumination, the light from the Torah. And he says it will be like any other, this is a quote pretty much in English, It'll be like any other human speech. It's like you're reading a book. He says a reading of the Torah will be like the reading of a letter, and his thoughts will be as if he's thinking about worldly matters. It's unbelievable. What the Ramchal's unbelievable Ramchal. A person doesn't have the proper respect for the Torah. So he says he's getting no kedusha from the Torah. And on the contrary, he says the learning of Torah will be considered for himself a sin. It's a sin. Scary thing. It's a sin because a person is disrespecting the Torah. He's not getting he's not gaining from the Torah again because the purpose of learning Torah is not a it's not just an end up upon itself unto itself. It's a means of connecting to HaKadosh Baruch. Hu. So a person who doesn't treat the Torah with respect doesn't get the kedusha and he's just and then he's just sinning because he's treating the Torah without proper respect. Amazing, amazing thing the The, the Gumara tells us in the Dharam famous well-known Gumara that why was the base destroyed? destroyed Tchila. because they didn't make the blessing of berha Satara. they didn't say berhas Satara, and many of the explain that doesn't mean literally maybe they didn't say berhas Saator, but they didn't say. They didn't say the bracha of the Torah with the proper appreciation, meaning the the Rishonim explained they didn't approach the Torah with the proper appreciation with the proper respect. (coughs) I want to read to read to you a little bit from the Bach. The Bach says, "The purpose of learning Torah is that our soul should connect to the essence and holiness." of the one who gave the Torah. Again, clearly in the Bach, like the Ramchal, that the purpose of the Torah is connecting to the one who gave the Torah, to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And had they learned the Torah with this intention, they would have became a place for the Shechina. the V'shachati and they would have been a place of, of kedusha, And they would have connected the upper world, the Shemayim, to the Aretz but because they learn Torah for mundane purposes, to know the laws for business purposes, to display their knowledge, for honor, not in order to connect to the holiness of the Torah and to bring the Shekhinah down to this world so that their souls would rise to a lofty level after their demise, has caused the Shekhinah to leave this world. So this is something unbelievable. The Bach says, why, why was the of HaMiddish destroyed because they didn't make Berchas Torah. It wasn't per se about the Berchas Torah. It was about their attitude towards learning Torah. The fact they didn't make Berchas Torah, or maybe didn't make Berchas Torah properly says they didn't realize that Torah was a holy endeavor that connects them to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, And therefore they didn't become holier people. And therefore the Beis HaMiddish was destroyed. Because they weren't bringing kedusha into the world, into themselves, so it wasn't the berachas Torah itself, but it was the relationship to, to, to the Torah, and this this answers. There, there's a, a co- contradiction. Other places, other places, it says the Beis was destroyed. I believe this talking about the first on Hamikdash, and other, if I'm not mistaken, and other other places, it says the Beis was destroyed because of. The three, three Averos, if I'm making a mistake, and it was a second base of Mikdash, it says it was destroyed because of Aschina. But I think it's going on the first base of Mikdash. But a contradiction, was the base of Middash destroyed because of our sins? Or was the base of Mikdash destroyed because they didn't make the blessing over the Torah? And the answer, is, the answer is both. If they made the blessing over the Torah, meaning they learned the Torah with the right intention, they wouldn't have succumbed. They wouldn't have been involved in the sins. The sins was because they were lacking Kedusha. And this is why. This is why a person can learn Torah and, uh, and not have good midos. A person could learn Torah and still Chas do, bad, do bad things. I thought the Torah is supposed to make you holy. But the Ramchal, the Bach, they're saying that it's not an automatic. It's not a given that Torah makes you holy you have to approach the Torah with the understanding and the goal that it's making you holy and you want it to make you to make you holy this is something something incredible and the opportunity which I which we could we're supposed to utilize to set this straight is the is the blessing is a blessing that we make on the Torah the blessing we make on the Torah in the morning is the opportunity to try to to Prepare ourselves to understand, to set set the mo- set the tune, set the mood for, for the learning of the for any learning of the Torah that we do. The second, the second condition that the Ramchal says that one needs to fulfill in order to be Zoha to the Kedusha, the holiness of the Torah, is perfecting one's actions, perfecting one's behavior, one's needos. If a person, he says, if a person sins and distances himself from Hashem, <coughs> so then he is not Zokha the kedusha of the Torah. And he says, that's what the Gemara says. The Gemara says, if you teach a student that's not fit, it's like throwing a stone to the to the idol worship, because you're 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 throwing a stone into into the garbage or to worse, because this person, if he's not fit, he doesn't. Act properly. The Torah is not going to impact him. So, a person, in order to be Zoka the kedusha of the Torah, has to be working on himself. <coughs> so, let, let's let's understand something. We're saying, <coughs> sorry. We're saying first of all, the Ramchal says. In order to be zayecha to the, the kedusha of the Torah, one has to approach it with fear. One has to approach it with respect. The second condition one needs to be zokhe to the holiness of Torah is to work on their actions, work on their work on their on their Midos. All right. So, what about so? How does this work? I thought Torah is supposed to make you into a better person. I thought Torah is supposed to help you, you know, perfect your Midos. I thought Torah is supposed to help you become a better person. So what's first, the chicken the chicken or the egg? On one hand, we know Torah is supposed to change you. And on the other hand, the Ramchal says that if you don't work on yourself, you don't change yourself, you won't be Zohar to the holiness of the Torah. And the answer, and the answer of course is, as Rav Chaim Brim explains, talks about, is that our job is to work on ourselves. Our job is to work on our midos. Our job is to try to stay away from our Our job is to, to perform mitzvos. And if that's our goal, that's what we're working on. The Torah is going to take us up. The Torah is like an, an elevator. The Torah is going to give us more kedusha and more kedusha <coughs> and help us grow in our in our Hashem. But if a person sits back If a person sits back and says, I'm not going to work on my midos. I'm not going to work on perfecting my actions. I'm just going to learn Torah. And the Torah is going to make me holy. Even if you have in mind, like the Bach, even if you have in mind that you want the Torah to make you holy. But if you're not prepared to put in any effort, the Torah is not going to work. We have to put in our effort. We have to work on ourselves. And then if we put in our effort, we work on ourselves. We appreciate the Torah. Then the Torah is going to bring us up. to to the highest levels. And perhaps this, this explains the Gemara. We know that if a person's learning Torah and then a mitzvah comes along, you have to stop. Someone needs your help. Men also and women, if a person's learning and someone needs your help, so you go help them. One second. Why should someone stop their learning to go do a mitzvah, especially like we've been learning last week that Torah is the greatest mitzvah Torah is greater than saving one's life. So why do you stop learning Torah to go help somebody? Why do you stop learning Torah to do a mitzvah? And the answer, I believe, is because the only way the Torah is going to impact you is if you're trying to perfect yourself. You're trying to work on your actions. So if you're not going to stop and learn and you're just going to learn, then you're not going to have that condition that you're working on on, on, on the mitzvahs. You're working on your on your midos. You're working on your actions. So. It's not that you're stopping to learn to go help somebody. If you don't stop your learning to go help somebody, then you're not learning. Then you're there's missing in the whole attitude and atmosphere of, of your learning. You know, and just just to highlight really what we're doing together, um, learning musar, I think we have the best I think we really have the best of both worlds because learning musar is really a very Strong type of Torah lishma. We're learning, right? We said learning Torah is to make us holier. The condition is that we have to be working on ourselves. So now imagine Givaldic. We're learning Torah, and the Torah that's specifically to work on ourselves, specifically to get closer to Hashem Baruch Hu. So it's mamish the best. It's mamish in a way, the, the, the pure a pure Torah lishma. Torah lishma like we explained in the past, is I'm learning Torah for its purpose, which is connecting me to HaKadosh Baruch. It's connecting me to Hashem. So as we learn together, um, as a Chabura, let's listen carefully to what's going on. What is changing? What is changing us? What's going to change us? We learn Torah about Avodah Hashem. We learn Torah about Midos. What's changing us? So we may think what's changing us because um Thinking about this idea, and I'm working on myself. Not necessarily, you know what's changing us? The fact that we're learning Torah. The fact that we're learning Torah is changing us. We could be learning any part of Torah; it's going to change us. You're learning halacha, whatever you're learning chumash, even without any or ideas. You're just studying Torah for the sake of the knowledge. But again, <coughs> as long as you have the right intentions and treat Torah properly, Torah is going to make you a holier. Rep- a holier person, no matter what you're learning. So even if you're not learning, Musr. But, so when we're learning Musr, it's not necessarily the Musr itself, the ideas itself that that need to change us. Really, it's the fact that we're learning Torah, the fact that we're learning the Torah of Hashem, the fact that we're connecting to HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Torah, that's changing us. And again, it's extra effective because we're learning Torah for the reason Torah was given, and that is that connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Okay, let's look at any questions we have. Okay, what is the vote of Hanukkah? <coughs> That's a good question. Um, I don't have an answer off the cuff, but I will say that one of the greatest lessons of Hanukkah, there are many lessons of Hanukkah, but one of the main themes of Hanukkah is, is of course, Tyra, The fact that the Shemen... The oil lasted eight days. The fact that we liked the minayra is the message that our survival depends on only limanatayra. Our survival depends on learning Torah. So certainly, what we're doing, what we're talking about tonight, is relevant to to Hanukkah. It's all about about Torah. And um, as is Hashem, we will hope hopefully, hopefully maybe next maybe next week's chabura. Hopefully we'll be able to do it. Maybe we'll we'll do. Uh, We'll do in Yanni Although I need to prepare a little more here. Um, <coughs> Does a woman who wants a working boy as a husband get a smaller amhava than a girl for looking for a learner? If both are good wives and mothers. Oh, you're not. You're not going to do this. You're, you're not. You're not going to do this to me. Um, well. Okay. You asked. You asked the question. So I have to, to I mean, let, let's let's forget about the girl for a minute. Let's talk about the, let's talk about a guy. Does uh, a, a person that dedicates himself to learning to get more reward than someone who doesn't? The simple answer would be yes. But I think if the person's intention, you know, is villain, let's say a person feels they can't, they can't sit and learn. They can't sit and learn all day. They like to sit and learn all day. So... <laughs> They go to work and they support Torah and they learn a few hours and they learn a few hours a day. And they're and they're they're and they're serving with all their heart and all their soul. Then I'm not worried about their Haba And they'll then they'll I'm not worried. Is it is a lesson someone learns all day? I don't know, but it's definitely way, way up there, certainly, certainly way up there. And someone supports Torah has a schar of the of the learning Torah. So but I think a lot of it is intention about the intention of the person. If a person uh, just wants to make money, you know, etc., cetera, <clears throat> versus sitting and learning, uh, their olam haba is not going to be great as, as someone who sits and learns. Now, uh, for, 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 uh, for a, a, a young lady, a woman that's getting married, um, is a woman that's ready to sacrifice um, for someone that's going to learn Torah, going to have more schar, than someone that's not prepared to sacrifice. If that's the if that's the black and white situation, the answer has to be yes. The person who's prepared to sacrifice is going to get more more reward. Um, but but there's a few things here, you know. <coughs> um, so that's a simple answer. But uh, you know, but let's say the let's say let's say the person doesn't feel they're being honest. They don't feel they could handle. They don't feel they can handle. They don't feel they can handle that sacrifice. So then you don't have to. You know you can't think so much about whether you get more al or less el But you have to be realistic as to what, as to what you know you feel you need to do. And you're going to serve Hashem, you know, with all your heart, with all your soul, and uh, and you'll encourage your husband to learn in his, you know, in his free time, you know. And you want to marry somebody that's going to learn in the free time. And you use your use money to support Torah, you'll be in great, you'll be in great shape. You'll be in great shape. But you know, you, you can't make decisions. Can't make decisions based on what's gonna get you more almaha You really have to make decisions. I mean, again, you could, but you have to be able to li- live that way and be able to live that way. If a person's not able to live that way, they don't have to feel bad or beat themselves up. And they shouldn't you know, say, okay, I'm going to have to marry someone who sits and learns because I'll get more alamaba but I'm going to suffer. I'm going to be unhappy. Um, then you're going to get less alumhaba in the end, because you'll be unhappy. You won't be a good wife. You won't be a good mother. There are a lot of factors involved in, in getting alumhaba And there are many ways, there are many ways to, to many ways to earn alam So I don't, I don't know if that was helpful for you, but, uh, Yeah. So, why should one stop learning Torah to do a mitzvah? If one word of Torah is six hundred thirteen mitzvahs. So, the way we're the way we're explaining is because the Torah is only worth six hundred thirteen mitzvahs if you're learning Torah with the intention of putting everything into action, and you're somebody that's working on yourself. And without the mitzvahs, you can't perfect. You can't put put the Torah into action. So, if you don't stop to do the mitzvahs, if you don't stop to help somebody. You don't stop to, to even you don't stop to daven, then your Torah is not going to be that Torah that's deserving of being equal to six hundred thirty mitzvos. So you'll have that weak Torah that's not going to bring that's not going to bring you that kedusha of the six hundred thirty mitzvahs. That's the approach that we're that we're uh, we're suggesting. All right, I want to thank everyone for joining, um, and um, everyone should have an excellent night. Again, I do apologize. For for last night, I am very sorry. You get extra reward. You get last night's reward for for wanting to be there last night, and for and for tonight. Have a great night.